Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. Glory to Baba Hassai. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this morning. Speak to us, Lord. We welcome the word in the house this morning. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, glory. I hear this strange thought, a global reunion. A global reunion. You know, one day all the saints are going to get together. Might be sooner than we think. Or maybe we all got together this morning. We have in church somewhere. Who says we all have to be in the same building? Mm hmm. The word says that we are a new creature. But what happened to the old creature? Mm. And what happens when the old creature wants to come back home? Uh-huh. James says, by our own evil desires, we are dragged away and enticed. He says, by our own evil desires. It means we're the possessors of it. By our own evil desires, we are dragged away. So what happens when the old creature wants to come back home? Uh, that old creature, he leaves. And the new creature is present. The old creature leaves, but... He can't find no place like you. He wants to come back home. I wonder if somebody could get possessed by your old creature. It's a scary thought, isn't it? I thought I had enough trouble of my own. Somebody else is somebody else gets saved and that evil spirit is none shot out of us and is looking for a home. Uh, that old demon singing, this world is my home. Uh-huh. This world is my home. <laughs> wonder if you could get, wonder if somebody could get possessed by your old spirit. Uh, that means we really didn't get rid of you. You're living in somebody else now. Maybe you're hanging around the, um, what's, the, what's the place called where the infants are? The, um, in the hospital, what do they call that? The maternity ward. Yes. So maybe they're hanging around. I want this body right here. Nah, me, I like this one. Mm. All right, let's, let's, let's come back to your house. When an evil spirit comes out of a man or woman, 
it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. And then it says, I will return to the house I left. What happens when the old creature wants to come back? I will return to the house I left. Mm-hmm. So old creature wants to come back home. And so when the old creature comes back home, it says it finds the house swept clean and put in order. King James says swept and garnished. It means decorated. So it goes and takes seven spirits more wicked than itself. And it says the condition of the churchgoer is worse. Did you hear me? The condition of the churchgoer is worse. Because see, when an evil spirit goes out of somebody, that means... The only way the evil spirit... Because Satan is not going to cast out Satan. The only way the evil spirit is going to be going to leave if, if the new spirit comes, which is Christ and his life. So the, the old spirit leaves. But when he comes back, it finds that the churchgoer don't have nothing inside. Because see, when the evil spirit leaves, that means you found salvation. Christ saved you. I'm saved. And so, the old creature has been cast out by the power of God, but now the house is empty. There's nothing in it. So then the old creature wants to come back to you. I'm talking to church people this morning. I'm talking to church people. I ain't talking about the people on your job that don't go to church and you think they got a demon. I'm talking to church people this morning. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I'm talking to church people this morning. We we ain't talking about we ain't talking about the world. We talking about church people. Uh, the uh, the old creature was cast out. You've been saved. And and somehow or another the spirit of God that cast the old creature out is not present anymore. You have rejected that too. So now you're just a church goer. There's nothing there. And sometimes the reason there's nothing there is because we keep rejecting what the Holy Spirit is telling us. The things that the Holy Spirit is telling us to do, we keep rejecting it. So now we just empty. The old creature's gone. But you're just there. Waiting to be repossessed by something. But usually that old creature comes back and it sees the house swept clean, put in order. Say, I like this house. I couldn't find nothing out there better than you. So it goes and gets seven more, worse than itself. And it says the, the churchgoer is now worse than they was in the beginning. Mm. Now that's a good message about not getting delivered if you're not going to accept Christ. Because if you get delivered and don't accept Christ, 
then you're worse. Hmm? And that's just common sense because if, if we think that something works and it doesn't work, every time we think it doesn't work, the power of that uh, bad is more powerful. See, if you get set free from an addiction and you get back into it, the next time you say, the addiction is stronger than I thought. So you get delivered again, but it comes back. So it seems like the addiction has more power than that which cast it out. So that's the, that's the common sense of what's being said. Now, this is the thing that we draw to conclusion. We can get set free. We can get washed. We can get justified by God. God can save us and deliver us from that old creature because that old creature is what was tormenting our life. We can get set free. But it's saying that sometimes we get set free by the power of God, but then we just remain empty. There's no infilling of the Spirit. There's no remaining of the Spirit to change your life. See, here's the thing. God is mighty. But God is also loving. God is mighty, but he's also loving. See, some of us know about the might of God. In fact, sometimes the reason we got saved is because we was afraid of judgment. So we know about the might of God. We know about the power of God. But we don't know about the love of God. And we don't know how much God wants to bless our life. Hmm? How much God wants to bless our life. You see, in a few verses below that, just two or three verses below that, it said that there was this woman, she says, Blessed is the woman who gave you birth. Or blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Blessed is the woman that gave you birth. Jesus says, rather, blessed are those, or blessed are you, who hear the word and obey it. Now, let me tell you something about hearing the word and obeying the word. The word of God is not to make you minicans serving a mighty God. The word of God inside of you is to change your life so that you would be like him. And that is loving. That is loving. See, too many times we say blessed is the Virgin Mary, blessed is this one, anointed is that one, anointed is this one, anointed is this one. But in reality, God's saying, no, blessed are you if you will do what I say. Hmm? And when I say do what I say, I'm not talking about shine my shoes. That's not what I'm saying. Because God See, here's the part we don't understand is how loving God is. God wants to lead you to a new life. The life he always intended for you to have. Hmm? The life he always intended you to have. So we know God is mighty. Hmm? Even the person sitting on the bar stool knows that. Because they're afraid of the 
judgment. And some of us, we got saved because we are fearful of the mighty God. And some of us come to God and the old creature leaves because we come to God because our life ain't going nowhere. And we finally accepted the fact that unless we get God's favor, life is going nowhere. My depression is not going to leave. And sometimes that's all we want. We just want our depression to leave. We want our sadness to leave. We want our loneliness to leave. We don't necessarily want the person that is delivering us and that is saving us. See, there's two steps to this thing. There's the mighty God. And we fear and tremble at that. But the next part is that he loves you. And he has the best life for you. He is all loving. He wants you to come out. What did he save you from? He saved you from the old creature, but he also saved you from works. What is an evil spirit? Or what is a spirit? All right, we got Father, we got Son, we got Holy Spirit. All right, Father, he's the supreme. We have the Son, he's the authority. The Holy Spirit is the work. It's the workings of God. It's, it's, the, it's the following out and the completion of God's plans and directions in life. So the Spirit is what is working. See, the Father and Son is in heaven, but it's the Spirit of God that's in us that, that moves us. That is, if we allow ourselves to be moved. Okay, so what's an evil spirit? All right, an evil spirit is the same thing. It has a master. But it's the working of that master. Hmm? Why do we get possessed by, by um, evil spirits? Or why do we sometimes get possessed by uh, dead people? Because their spirit, even though they're dead, their spirit is still here trying to work. Hmm? It's the workings. It's the workings. That's why, that's why prophetic people can walk into a place and they sense a spirit because that spirit is there working or has been there working and it's there. So when an evil spirit leaves or when your old creature, the spirit of your old creature leaves, what is working inside of you? What's working inside of you? Now that you are saved, what is working inside of you? What is directing your steps? Huh? Or are you just that empty vessel going to church every Sunday and doing all the things, you know, like some sort of little robot, you're doing all the things that you think you should religiously do. But there's no life in you. There's no spirit in you. How long till the old creature returns? Hmm? And when you, when you look at the New Testament, the New Testament is not written for unsaved people. Everything is instructions to those who are saved not to fall away or not to let the old creature come back home. Hmm? Not to let the old creature come back home. When we look at the parable when Jesus was, when he cast out, when the men was, the man, and well, there was actually two of them, in, in some of the Gospels. 
They was living in the tomb. They was naked. They had everybody scared. Sometimes they'd chain them up, but they'd break their chains. And Jesus cast the, the evil spirits out, and they went into the pigs. And the town people come out, and it said that they was fearful. But what they was fearful of is they saw the demon-possessed man that used to be naked and all crazy. I don't know what kind of dance he did. But they saw him sitting there, fully dressed, and in his right mind, and that scared him. <laughs> there may be people that say you can't change but that's a lie mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when the evil spirit leaves and they come back they see you dressed and they see you in your right minds but it's, it's empty there's nothing driving it so I'm not sure, sure that's really your right mind. They see you there. And so it comes back in. The old creature keeps coming back in. And the reason it keeps coming back in is because you have not fully accepted that God loves you more than anybody else could love you. God loves you more than you love yourself. You have not fully accepted that. Once you fully accept that, that God loves you more than the old creature that wants to come back home. See, the problem is the old creature comes back and says, I love you more than God. You can't trust God. Look how long he's gotten you waiting for the blessing. Huh? Look how long he has you waiting. But when you fully love God, and, and, it's, and, and again, it's not really about you fully loving God. It's more about you fully believing that God loves you more than all your madness, more than all your craziness. And you know that God loves you more than the old creature. Because when it talks about a new creature, it says a new creature in Christ, not a new creature in you. Hmm. See, if the old creature leaves and you don't let him come back home and you just continue to be you, you're just going to multiply and keep making old creatures. But the new creature that's in Christ, when once you realize God loves you more than that old creature that wants to come back home. God loves you more than that old desire that wants to come back home. God loves you more than that old direction that wants to come back home. Huh? 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 The woman says, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And Jesus says, no, blessed are you if you will listen to me because my, my instructions is not hard. I want to lead you to a better life, a prosperous life, a successful life, a happy life. There's no dictatorship on that. It, it, it's, it's, it's our best us that we could ever be when we follow Christ. But our mindset in the church is when we follow Christ, and granted, we should never consider following Christ just for selfish reasons, but our mindset is that 
God wants you to follow him and do all the things that he wants you to do. And it's nothing about you. It's all about God's kingdom. But that's not true. Because when you are your best, you are your best witness for God. And the person you're really called to be is not contrary to the will of God. The only thing contrary is the old creature trying to do it in itself. The only thing is contrary is you want to do it your way. The only thing is contrary is these ideologies and, and desires of things you think you want. And you're not even really sure what you want. And let me get back to the beginning. I wonder if your old creature could go out and possess somebody else. Actually, your creature wouldn't even have to leave to possess somebody else. What I'm getting to is this. The desires you walk in may not even be you to start with. Now, we all have our own evil desires, according to the book of James, but some of the desires in of us are our parents. Some of the desires in us are, are somebody that we was associated with, the bad boy down the street, the bad girl down the street, the teacher, hmm? the, the, the atheist uh, teacher, or what something else could possess us. So when those evil spirits leave... There is a spirit that will keep you safe. All those other spirits have something else in mind. They have another agenda. Even your parents, and even parents sometimes possess their children, and they put ideals in their children's head, and they want the children to do what they want them to do, but the parents are just trying to live their life in a newer vessel. Hmm? So some children are actually demon-possessed by their parents. Who's to say what makes you walk the way you walk, talk the way you talk? The truth is we don't ever know, but we have faith in God that He is leading me. But you must not refuse Him who speaks. Because... He who speaks is not on his agenda. He's on your agenda. Listen, you don't come and die on the cross if you don't care about the people. You come and kill the people that's fighting against you. So God is not on his agenda. He's on your agenda. He died for you to set you free, to give you a better life. Huh? But still today we persecute him. Because we think we know what's best. That old creature comes through the back door of the house. That old creature is still influencing us so that we don't change. So if we're not sitting in church totally empty, we're sitting in church, sitting on the fence with God on one side and an old creature on the other side, and we're just trying to make, be a mediator between the two. That does not work. Because God says, I won't share my glory with nobody else. Huh? Now, it's very important to get rid of the old creature. Because when you realize how loving God is, and I cannot say this enough, 
God loves you more than your old creature. God loves you more than when you were six years old. God loves you more than when you were 20 years old. God loves you more than when you was 30 years old. God loves you more than when you was 40 years old. God loves you more than when you was 50 years old. God loves you more than when you was 60 years old. And that 30-year-old creature and that 40-year-old creature and the 50-year-old creature has never made you happy. Why are you letting that thing come back home? Why let the old creature come back? Follow Christ. You won't be deceived. If you believe in God, you cannot be deceived. Why? Because God will keep you safe. That's his word. Can't nobody snatch you out of his hand. Somebody might deceive you for a moment. But you're going to wake up. Because if you have faith in God's love, God's love will never let you down. Now, this is a part where we, a lot of times we would say, or the preacher would say, if you love God, then God won't let you down. But I find that to be error. Because I don't know about you. I know my love ain't perfect. But I know his love is perfect. So I'd rather say, if I believe in God's love, he will not let me down. I'm not going to tally my love up to say, I love God so much he can't let me down. Hmm? No. I believe in God's love. And I've seen God's love. This is the awesome thing. I've seen God's love work just as good when I'm not good as it works when I think I am good. But when, you're, when your trust in God is hinged on your love, okay, so on the days when your conscience, truthfully or lying to you, on the days when your conscience says you're a good person, you feel God's love. But on those days when you mess up and, and you know, curse words slide and all of these things and you act the fool and you do all these things, then God's love is not there. Why? Because you base God's love and you place, based life upon your love and not upon God's love. On your love, not God's love. We need to stop trying to be such a good person, trying to stop being such a loving person. Listen, when you begin to see God's love and how much he loves you, it's just going to change you. Don't take time to take a selfie of that. Mm. Mm. I don't know what part of selfish we don't understand that the world is getting very selfish. Because selfish usually mean we're taking a picture of ourselves with nobody else. What part of loneliness you don't understand? <laughs> What happened to group pictures? Hmm? When, you, when you focus and you, you believe that God loves you, God, I know you love me even when I'm doing stupidness. 
When I'm doing stupidness, I'm not encouraged to do more stupidness. When somebody truly loves you, you're always encouraged to do better. You're never encouraged to do worse. When somebody you know loves you, and you know they love you, and they're not always on your case, but you know they love you, you try to do better. Huh? You try to do better. So when you, you realize God loves you, and he's not puncturing your tire just because you let one curse word slide out. That's the old creature. That's your conscience judging you. The love of God. When, it, when you let that curse word slide out, the love of God is there to make you want to repent. I'm sorry. His love makes you a better person. Your love don't make you a better person. His love makes you a better person. Not your love. Don't let the old creature come back home. Don't let the old creature come back home. Trust God's spirit, not your spirit. Let your spirit be led by God. See, the old creature don't want to be led by nobody. It wants to lead not only itself, but everybody around it. And it's very controlling. Everybody's controlling. Some just not very good at it. <laughs> That's why they sit like a little church mouse until you open up to them, and then they start controlling you. Everybody's a controller. If you're not in Christ, everybody's a controller. It's only in Christ. You're even a controller. You want to control everything in your life. You want to control everything in your life. You want to control yourself. You want to control everyone else. But you know you can't even control yourself. That's why you hate yourself so much. That's why you don't have no respect for yourself. That's why you're miserable. That's why you want to make everybody else's life miserable, because you're miserable. Huh? You can't make other people's lives miserable unless you have a degree in it yourself. <laughs> Hello? Hello? You can't teach people to paint walls if you ain't ever painted a wall. The old creature does not love you. It knows its time is short, and it's just trying to get all the thrills it can get in life without getting caught. Don't let the old creature come home. Don't let the old creature make a fool of yourself, because that's what it's destined to do, you know. Because if you keep rejecting God, he will give you over to your old creature. Twice it says, hand this person over to Satan. He'll give you over to yourself. Why? So you can make a fool of yourself. Why? So at the end of days, you might realize how ridiculous you look. And maybe then you would repent. That's God's great love. If God has to let you shame yourself to save you, he'll do it.
But that's not God's priority. He wants to save you. And then he wants to dwell with you. And he wants to walk with you. Hmm? Many people in this life have possessions, but they don't know how to enjoy them because they have no peace. Old creature don't give you peace because it's a competitive world. The old creature don't give you no peace. It don't give you no sleep. It don't give you no happiness. It stresses out your body. Gives you diabetes, heart attacks, strokes. That's not the spirit of God. Don't let the old creature come home. But you can't sit there empty. Or you're not going anywhere. So, in other words, you know, there's salvation. And I'm not saying if you die tonight, you wouldn't go to heaven if you call upon the name of the Lord. Because the Bible says all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm not saying that you wouldn't go to heaven. But I'm saying you may just be saved and that's it. You have not found the abundant life. You have not found the goodness that God has for you. Why? Because you too stubborn you don't want to let the spirit of god lead you i don't you you show me where we're going you tell me how i'm gonna do this see you want god to bow down to you isn't it enough that almighty god is living inside of you and he has the best life for you huh? i understand if you're hiring somebody you might want to check out you know, where they used to work, you want to check these things out. I understand if you're a bank or a lending institution, you might want to check out to see how, they're, 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 how they pay their bills. I understand that. But we're talking about God. Who's going to give God credit? You can trust Him. But sometimes the Lord has you waiting in this place for the right timing. He wants to know that, that, that you've got all those doors and windows sealed up where that old creature can't come back to you. Hmm? Hmm? Otherwise, that old creature. And, and this is the thing I've learned about some Christians. Some Christians, their old creature is gone. They're, they're parked outside in the parking lot like a Toyota. And they're letting you come in and get in the blessing of God. And then when you walk out the door, they're going to take you over and run with the blessing. <laughs> Don't let the old creature come home. Huh? Don't let the old creature come home. Who most, who most inspires you? Who most do you want to be like? Huh? Well, maybe there's individuals that we know that we would like to be more like them. At least their creature looks a little bit better than our creature. <laughs> or maybe they are in Christ. I mean, it says, you know, you know, imitate. Paul says, imitate me as I follow Christ. That's good, but... Ultimately, Jesus says, you are the one that's blessed. Why not just let me come into you? Hmm? Why do you need my mother? My mother tried to stop me from preaching. Why do you need my mother? Uh, it's, it's wonderful to, it's wonderful to, to have 
men and women of God in your life. It's wonderful to have prophets in your life. And it's wonderful to trust God's grace upon their life. But the reality is, you can have me yourself, says the Lord. That's the reality. I could come and live inside of you. I could come and talk to you. I could come and direct you. And when God says, forgive, that's not for his benefit. You're, you're a little ant in comparison with God. You really think you're upsetting the earth? Huh? You really think you're doing anything? You ain't nothing before God. You can throw all the tantrums you want. Throw all the fits you want. Think the whole world, you're going to slow the whole world down. But you can't do nothing. Hmm? You can't do nothing. But you think you can. Hmm? You might live to be 70, 80, or 90. And considering you might be halfway there by now. Let's say you got 40 more years. And the last four or five might be with a touch of Alzheimer's and that type of thing. And God is going to live forever. So who you think is going to win this waiting game? But one day in heaven, all those controllers are not going to be around. All those grumblers and all those fault finders, they're not going to be around. When you trust God's love, I'm not just talking about salvation. See, it's one thing to believe that, okay. God loved me enough to save me. It's one thing to believe that you have salvation and that you might get to go to heaven one day. It's another thing to believe that God wants to dwell with you and that he loves you and he wants you to have a wonderful life. That's another thing altogether. And it's another thing to believe that God is more loving and cares more about you than your old creature. Listen, you do not love you. Don't deceive yourself. In comparison with God, you do not love you. Oh, no. Oh, no. You do not love you in comparison with God. God loves, God loves me. He loves you so much more than we could ever love ourselves. Hmm? But you got to trust him. And that doesn't always mean that everything's going to be smooth because sometimes you done got yourself in a mess and God got to get you out of a mess before he can bless you. Huh? 
Sometimes you got old ways about you that God's got to get rid of before he can bless you. But he loves you more. Don't listen to the old creature that wants to come back home. Don't listen to that old creature. Because we all know that people can backslide. That's what I'm talking about this morning. I'm not talking about no strange theology. I'm just talking about backsliding. What happens when you backslide? The old creature comes back home. That's what happens. The old you comes back. The old you comes back and says, No. I can give you more than God can give you. Going to church ain't giving you nothing. I can give you more. I know how to take care of you. I know how to love you. I know what you want. That's the old creature. Or the Antichrist that John might be talking about. But when we realize that Christ, listen, the Lord, just think about this. You know the Lord has come to save you and take you to heaven. And you're going to live with him eternity. Who are you going to invite home with you that you don't like? Especially for eternity. No, I'm leaving you down here. Nah. I'm leaving you right where you at. So he dies for you that you might live with him forever. So he don't like you on the earth. He, he loves you on the earth. And he didn't call you when you're three days away from dying. He called you when you was young or younger. Why? So he could show you the beautiful life that you're meant to live here. And not some just some little religious guru, but to realize your life is blessed. All of us have got different pathways, but it's the pathway that's designed for you. It's the perfect life. Amen. But you must obey his word. Amen. Good Hear that? You must obey his word. Amen. Amen. But see, that's where we want to fight. When we hear, we must obey his word. Now we're starting to think about works, which just is not works. You must obey my word. So we think, okay, God wants me to do something for him before he'll do something for me. No, 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 no. We have left works. We're in love. And the word that you're going to obey is going to benefit you. Hmm? Yes. When the word says, quit cursing. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Evidently, somebody in here likes to curse a lot. Or you've been thinking about it. That's you? All right. See, I like an honest person. See, sometimes, you know, when the word comes and says, stop that. It's not because God says, ooh, I don't like them words. It's because he knows those words are not blessing your life. And those words are not leading you around the people could be a blessing to you. True. May you be blessed, daughter, just for being honest. But I'm sure she's not the only one in here. 
Maybe she's just the only honest one in here this morning. <laughs> but whatever it is. But see, that's the illustration. The word, obey God. So quit cursing. So when you don't get blessed, you go back to cursing. Listen, you hold on to God's word. If it says don't curse, you hold on to God's word. If it says don't fornicate, you hold on to God's word. Amen. I don't know if anybody wants to volunteer for that one. But <laughs> you hold on to it because that is going to bless you one day. That's not just a requirement to get into heaven. It's a requirement to be blessed in this life. Huh? Huh? Don't be quick to quarrel. Stop quarreling. Stop letting ignorant people make you ignorant like them. Huh? And stop letting unforgiving people make you be unforgiving. Because here's the word. Forgive. But they did me wrong. But listen, wrong is going to keep happening to you if you don't forgive. So that word forgive is not for God's benefit. It's for your benefit. Amen. It's for your benefit. Because if you walk around hating, which that's what unforgiveness is. If you're walking around hating and unforgiving everybody, and you go to apply for a good job, they're going to say, I don't like them. They don't, I don't think they like me. They're going to discern that hate inside of you, and you're not going to be blessed. Huh? The police officer is going to discern that hate inside of you and put handcuffs on you. Might just beat you. <laughs> you know how hard it is to be a police officer? Whew. Some of you should not be a police officer. Because <laughs> you do unto others as people, as others do unto you, you know. <laughs> Why you pull me over? Bam, bam, bam. See? So you got to have some self-control to be a police officer. A little bit like being a prophet. You, know. <laughs> you, can't, you can't bounce off of people like that. And the word comes, God's word comes to bless you. Amen. And for too long we've made it out to be, this is a requirement, this is the only way to get into heaven. Well, granted, I don't think there's going to be those individuals in heaven. But that's not the point. The point is, God loves you. He wants your life to be blessed here. Amen. And these are the things. If we could ever understand that obeying God blesses you. Amen. Hmm? Amen. But see, you hear it wrong. Obeying God blesses you. Okay, if I do good, then God's going to give me $500. No, you, you heard me wrong. You heard me wrong. When you obey God's word. You're blessed. Why are you blessed? You're blessed because you obeyed. The obeying brings the blessing. Because when you, when you do good and you show this love, and love still works, you know. When you do good, then that's going to lead you to the blessings. There may be people that persecute you. But don't give in to that. Hmm? Give yourself some time to change. And your change is going to prosper you. Hmm? Hmm? 
See, here's the thing with God I've learned about God. God don't want to just hand you $500. Here you go, you poor old person. You take his $500. Somebody's looking to see if I had money. But that's a, I ain't got no money. I don't walk out with money because I'll give it away. And then the church would beat me up. God doesn't say, here you poor person, take $500. His salvation don't work like that. He says, let me change your life. And money will come to you. Let me change your life. Better people will come to you. Let me change your life. Better jobs will come to you. As much as we know it's by grace, what is by grace is not the handout. What is by grace is he's going to save you from all the condemnations. He's going to save you from all those things so that you can prosper yourself because you have now become Christ-like. Everybody follow? Yes. You have become Christ-like. When you, when you allow His Word to direct you, your life is blessed. True. So it's not a handout. Quit thinking that God does handouts. He blesses you because He loves you. Yes, there's no merit to it. But he sees you loving. He sees you trying to do your best. He sees you loving. Here's the thing. The Bible says, whatever you do, do it with all your heart. That's true, right? Whatever you do, do it with all your heart. You can't do it with all your heart if you're thinking about pay. Anytime you're thinking about pay, you can't do it with all your heart. You want a husband, you want a new Toyota, and God says, you know, uh, go so, uh, show some charity to this person. And so you go and show charity. But see, you are not doing it with all your heart because you're thinking about pay. You can't do something with all your heart and think about pay. When you do something with all your heart and when you work, and that's what God wants for everyone. He wants everyone to have a, a work in them. Not cyber work, but he wants you to have a work in you. Why? Because you feel like you have fulfilled something when you find what it is you're supposed to do in life. But the thing that you're supposed to do in life should never be about money. This is my joy. I don't care if you pay me or not. This is my joy. Hmm? Back when, I was in, back when I was in construction and architecture, I did a good job regardless of the pay. Why? Because I enjoyed that work. I enjoyed it. Whether you pay me or not, I enjoy it. God wants everybody to have something in this life to do, some sense of purpose that you enjoy doing. You ain't worried about the money. But guess what? The money just comes. It just comes. Hmm. Not only does love work, love pays. The whole focus is not pay. The whole focus is forget about the pay and love. Love as God has loved you. 
And when I think about how much God loves me, that helps me to be a better person. But when I think about how much I have fallen short, that never helps me to be a better person. I try to do better, but I'm beating up on myself at the same time. It's hard to be better and beat up on yourself. Anybody ever tried that? I know you have. You try to be a better person, but you're beating up on yourself. Huh? Be more loving. Huh? It's like when you smack your child. Tell them you're sorry. No. Tell them you're sorry. I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> that don't work. <laughs> like they really meant that. Hmm? Like they really meant that. Many years ago, my daughter, she was kind of sassy sometimes. She went with my, my father, her grandfather, and they went to this place. And I don't know, she was rude to this little boy. And my father told her, said, tell him you're sorry. Mm. <laughs> tell him you're sorry. I'm sorry. And so... My father left it alone, and he says, when they was turning around, she said, no, I'm not. <laughs> you can't beat on yourself to become a better person. Can't nobody else beat on you to become a better person. And parents, I don't care how much you beat on your children, you can't make them a better person. You might make them go through the action like some, uh, like some faithful and well-instructed church member, but you can't make them a better person. That's a decision they will have to make. And it's a decision you will have to make. See, when I think about how much I fall short, when I think about, I always think about, I should have done this, I should have done that. And there's nothing wrong with analyzing yourself a little bit every now and then, having some discernment, you know, and be honest with yourself that that probably wasn't the best thing to do. But the thing is, when I realize, when I look at myself and I keep trying to be a better person, I'm just trying to beat myself to be a better person. But when I think about how much God loves me and that I'm saved by that and he loves me, even when I'm doing stupidness, I can feel his love. See, some people struggle to feel the Holy Spirit and you especially struggle to feel the Holy Spirit when you did stupidness. But you know what? I feel the Holy Spirit even when I do stupidness. I just meet the same loving arms. He, he, don't, uh, he doesn't say... He doesn't say, he doesn't justify it. No, he doesn't say it's wrong. I know it's wrong. He knows it's wrong. All heaven knows it's wrong. But I don't feel that condemnation. I know he loves me. And that love just inspires me to forget what stupidness I did a moment ago. And don't do stupidness the next moment. That's who he is. When you focus on him... You will become a better person. When you focus on you, you will become a clown in disguise. And what you want to do, you don't do. And what you don't want to do, you will do. Who shall save this wretched man that I am, says Paul? Thanks be to Christ Jesus. Stop trying to fix yourself. Hmm? Because our theology is he saved us. Now, we've got to become good or we're not going to get into heaven. And we try to beat up on ourselves and do all kinds of things to be a better person. Listen, forget that stupidity. You focus on God's love for you and for everyone. And you will automatically become a better person. But if you take time to take a selfie, you might lose it for a moment. Yes. 
if you take time to take a selfie, you might lose it for a moment. The old creature says, ooh, let me get in the picture. The old creature, that's the one that's out front, you know. And you're the one taking the picture. When you think about God's love, don't let that old creature come back home. Don't let it come back home. It wants to. It says, this is my home. No, it's not. Don't let the old you come back. Hmm? Now, some of us don't want to claim. We think everything is a demon. Hello, some of them demons are yours. <laughs> some of them got your name on them. You know how I know? Your children are just like you. <laughs> Uh-huh. You done possessed all your children. They're all like you, you know. They're all greedy. They're all selfish. They're all quarreling. <laughs> Jesus says your enemy will be your own household. Save me from mama's spirit. Save me from daddy's spirit. You know, save me. I ain't even had time to figure out what my spirit is. I don't even know if I got a spirit. Just mama and daddy been inside of me all this time. But when Jesus starts to love on you, uh, and there's nobody in this room, it's too late for you. Mm. It's not too late. Mm. You know salvation. You just need to believe in how much God loves you. And that his obedience, remember this, his obedience blesses you. You don't get back at God when you sin. You get back at yourself. You don't get back at God when you do wrong. You know, sometimes we wouldn't admit it, but sometimes we do wrong and we think we're really getting back at God. Or God ain't blessed me. God ain't give me a husband. God ain't give me a job. He ain't giving me a car. So I don't care. The only person you're hurting is you. Because God don't need a car. And he has plenty of brides. The only person you're hurting is yourself. Don't do that. You won't like yourself in the morning, you know. Might not like yourself at night. Don't do that. Don't do that. Keep focusing on Jesus. And just let the Spirit do what Jesus would do. The only way you can do that is let the Spirit. You can't do that with a degree, you know. You can go to all the Bible schools in the world thinking you're going to do what Jesus do. You can't go to no Bible school to do what Jesus do. The only way you can do what Jesus do is to let his spirit come in you. The Bible says you don't need no one to teach you, but the anointing will teach you about all things. That means his spirit will teach you. Hallelujah. Huh? Somebody's got a brand new life today. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Somebody's got a brand new life today. Glory, hallelujah. Lord, speak to us today. You know, sometimes you get fearful and you just hate yourself for getting fearful. Anybody ever get fearful and hate yourself? You won't beat up on yourself because you ain't got no faith. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Somebody sneezed or you run over three Toyotas getting away from them. 
And then you hear the Lord say, what are you doing? Huh? I ain't got no collision insurance on you, you know. You ever hate yourself when you get fearful? I'm talking to anybody? You hate yourself when you get fearful. You just, why didn't I believe in God? Why did I freak out so? Why did I go to quarreling? Why did I do that? Uh, that's that old creature reacting, you know. Or the other things that we would do. Huh? You know, you're sitting in church and thinking, all right, all right. I'm feeling holy. I'm feeling holy. I'm feeling holy. And, and, and you look across or you feel these eyes on you in the back of you or across or somehow or another. Something made you turn your head, you know, like you possess. <laughs> and then you see somebody and you start lusting after them, you know. Oh, why did I do that? Oh, why did I do that? See, the reason you're doing that is because you ain't letting the Spirit of God be in you. Because even when you find yourself doing some kind of stupidness, when you know God loves you, you just turn your head back. Amen. It's so easy when you let Jesus do it. Yes. But when you beat up on yourself and try to make something holy out of you, and you don't even have no license in, in pottery and making holiness, you know. <laughs> Speak to us, Lord. Glory. And sometimes we get COVID symptoms and we don't have no symptoms, you know. You sneeze one time and you think you're dead. Uh, I don't know what happened to allergies. Kiss I die so A room to rent. Somebody's thinking about renting a room. Someone is thinking about renting a room. Renting a room. A room to rent. I don't know if you're renting or you're renting, if you understand what I mean. A room to rent. A room to rent. Who am I talking to this morning? A room to rent. A room to rent. Kesamaye Madayoso. Where you at? As you? Okay, what's your thought? Stand up, please. All right, mm -hmm. so, Prophet, mm -hmm. this week, right? I kind of got annoyed with the um, neighbor upstairs because he was making so much noise. Upstairs? Yeah. The angels dancing. Prophet, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not the upstairs oh, you mean. Okay. <laughs> And it's been like for a little while that they have been, um, how you say, loud, okay. right? So I say, oh gosh, boy. I, I, say, I text Carrie. I say, Carrie, I got to look for an apartment, you know. And I start scrolling through Pin PT uh -huh. and Facebook looking for uh -huh. another apartment. Uh -huh. And at the end of it, I was like, Carrie, you wouldn't believe the kind of holes they have here for 2500 You know, the kind of places uh -huh. that they had. I was uh -huh. like, so I was wondering, I said, maybe I should just calm down myself on this period. I mean, it's always, you know, God is a blesser. He always has a better place for you. But sometimes God don't want you to run. 
let the devils run. Amen. So have they always made noise? Prophet, since they, when they first came, they wasn't bad, you know? It was cool because the neighbor next door had complained about them. Uh-huh. And um, because she complained and she was loud about it, they calmed themselves, right? But it started back. But she left. So the noisemaker left. And I, <laughs> to, so now it's just me. The noisemaker left. I thought the. No, meaning that she would quarrel uh, about I it. I understand. Now. Yeah. So now that she gone, it's just me now. And um, I will come out and I will mention, hey, you know, so now I'm trying to teach you. And you need boop, 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 boop. I say, Lord, what are you doing? I'm saying, so, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I like what so, you dragging? So they doing voodoo and sacrifices up there or what? Well actually they have a little church thing going on for Trina. They put black marks on their head and stuff. Black what? Black marks on their head. Black marks on their head. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I about. thought I was being funny. No, you're serious. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're really serious, I'm like, what are they doing? They got chickens up there too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing up there. Today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, so, ever invite you out? No, no, perfect. <laughs> Glenn, you want to go over and check it out? When, when do they have these parties? When they have these parties? Um, Who said you couldn't have fun in church? <laughs> when they have these parties? Sometimes it's be late in the night, uh-huh. right? And then sometimes night. early in the morning. Yeah, late in the night. Never. You want to go check it out? So go for the chickens and see if it's legit. Oh, God. <laughs> Stay where I put you, says the Lord. Amen. Yes, Lord. <laughs> I will take care of them. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and, and don't worry about what they're doing. So you never asked them what they believe in? Um, I asked the gentleman. Yeah. I was like, um, so you all having some kind of prayers? He said, yeah, we, we do spiritual stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. He said it's spiritual stuff. Uh, it's a mixture of things is what it is okay. stop worrying about it they won't be there long amen thank you Jesus. you believe that yes all right yes i believe that <laughs> all right she wants to rent it out a building in front of her house uh huh. One more. Raji from South Arabia. He annual rent you, but you have a job and no money, so you don't want to get your dogs and accommodate. Uh huh. All right. Let me just kind of deal. He's on Zoom, but the other person's on what? Facebook. One's on Facebook, one's on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Claudia's on Facebook, right? 
and questioning about renting out a, a front house. Huh? She's going to. She's already in the plans. Huh? All right. Uh, I would put a word of caution about that. I won't say no to it. But I, at present, I don't see anybody renting that that you might particularly get along with. Mm -hmm. She done done it or thinking about it? All right. Uh, you should, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you like, does she have, does she have people in mind? All right. Mm -hmm. I, I see some people moving in there that you would not get along with. So you need to be cautious about doing that. I don't know if I don't know if you know the people yet or not, but I see some people that you would not particularly get along with. And the other one is who? Hello. Uh huh. From Saudi Arabia. And his, what, what did you tell me? Annual rent due, and you have a job enough income coming. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Nicole, that's who we you was talking about, right? All right. Um. So I already, I'm gonna just speak this out. I already know about your situation, uh, Nicole brought it to me um, and also your, your testimonies of how God is already changing things you know God is working let's continue to let God work it, it's never it's, it's not a bad idea to downsize sometimes um, there's nothing wrong with saving money um, if God tells you to um, you just keep praying and God's going to show you what to do. Um, because even though, even though I accepted your, your testimonies, and I, I thank you for calling back and testifying. It's always nice when you get people prophecies and they call back and say, Hey, it, it, it worked. It's, it's working. I see it working. And, and it's always very encouraging for the whole house. But I realize you still need some blessings in your life, especially in this direction. And... Um, um, let me see his face. You on Zoom? Oh. oh, there you are. Good morning. Can you hear me? You can hear me. All right. Um, people that love me, they can't help but to be blessed. And... Um, And I'm saying that with as much humility as I think I could ever get. Um, I have just, that is by experience that I say that. If the Lord says if they accept you, and it, it took a while before I truly believed that fully to heart. The Lord says if they accept you, they accept me. So if you accept me and you love me, I know you have accepted God and God's favor is on you. Because I just want God to do an awesome thing in your life. And he's going to do an awesome thing in your life. So you just Amen. 
you just you just keep that thought there. It's, it's never a bad idea to downsize, but let's just see what God tells you to do. Don't move okay. without don't move without hearing God's word. And I want okay. to confirm that you do hear God's word. Yes, because for you to receive my word says you hear God's word. So don't discredit yourself. God is going to show you what to do. And the Lord is also saying that all these things that you've gone through is he, he wants to make you strong quickly. Amen. And, and, and that's been one of your prayer because you have this zeal for more of God and a zeal for more and more and more of God. Whenever you have a zeal for more and more of God in the beginning, sometimes that means you're going to go through some things to get that more. Yes. More doesn't come in a charity package. More comes from walking in the storm. More comes from stepping out of the boat and walking on the water. More comes from walking with Jesus and, and seeing things and then seeing the awesomeness of God to do things that you thought could never be done. That's where you get more. And that's what God is doing in your life right now. Amen. So you, you, just, you, just, you just hold tight and weather the storm and the blessing of this house is upon your life. Hmm? Amen. Yes. Thank you and, very much. Uh, one day we're going to meet face to face. Amen. Yes, I believe it. Amen. Amen. So you trust in God, but don't be in no rush to do something. All right. Amen. Glory. Amen. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Amen. Yes. Everybody's thinking about room. Usually I'd, I just take the first one, but for some reason I feel led to go in this direction today. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I, yesterday, Mother and I was talking about the Peter was building up the downstairs, and I, but, um, and I told her, probably is to rent but it still have much work to do so i'm not too sure if it is that the rent like what you said okay all right um what do you need the extra space huh? do you need the extra space the um to live in do you need that extra space not really. well there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with with renting you know, provided you wait and let the Lord send the right people there, right? But we don't want this question to hinder downstairs getting fixed, right? Right. So I speak a blessing that the downstairs can get fixed. Thank Amen. Um, this is this is y'all's house. Yeah. Is that your mother's house? Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. I want to speak a blessing because the Lord was saying that was your, your mother's house because I, I wasn't sure. I want to speak a blessing on the house and on the land around there that it would be freer. I sense there's a lot of fear around that house. Is that, is that true? Yeah. I think maybe some of that came from your, your mother and your father. There's a lot of fear. Uh, something bad kind of happened somewhere behind the house or somewhere around the house not, not too, too long sure. ago y'all know anything about that in, in that area well they were it's thieves 
like uh, um, all right. they were thief and um, cattle and Peter Birds went. All right, all right, all right. So, listen, when God gives you something, thieves can't have it. You must believe that, that God loves you. Um, what he gives you, he wants you to have. And, and he doesn't want you to have it with fear. God don't ever want to give you a blessing with fear. So if anyone has a blessing from God, it does not come with fear. Uh, it does not come with fear. The Bible says with um, fear and trembling, work out your salvation. That means, that means to reverence God more than your old creature. But God's blessing don't come with fear. So I, I'm removing all the fear from around the house. That that house would be a joyful place. Yes. And you just, you focus on getting it finished. And I think you're going to see what its purpose is. Okay. Nothing wrong with renting, but I think you're going to yeah. see what its purpose is. Sometimes we just do things and we're not sure why we're doing it. And then God tells us one day why we're doing that. Amen. Yes. You know, there's all kinds of ways to have children, you know. Mm. Mm. Wombs are not meant to be barren, you know. But the Bible does says more are the children of the barren woman. Uh, would you and your husband like a child? Yes, we would. Mm, I would like for you to have a child. Mm. You trust God. There's nothing impossible with God. But sometimes God's blessings come right from heaven, you know. Mm. Sometimes we have wanted for so long we can't believe that it would really happen. Mm. Listen. This is what I want for you. And I would not want it from you if God wasn't in me wanting it for you as well. Mm. That is the faith I have in God. The Bible says that if they accept you, they accept me. And it took me, like I said, it took me a while to really embrace that fully to heart. But I know when God is not for something, I feel it inside. And I hear him talking inside. But this, see, I even brought the subject up. I didn't bring it up to say no to it. Yes. You forget what you can do. You forget what your love can do. You focus on what God can do. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. It would cost. Okay. She's on Facebook. Does she have a job? We don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. 
This, this word is for stavel in, in St. Lucia. Kind of wanting to have her own place and, and, and move out from mama and daddy. Is that right? Mm. It's always good to move out from mama and daddy, provided you're old enough. Some of you Indians are way too old. Y'all should have moved out a long time. She got a job. All right. I find some Indian parents are very possessive. You know, it's hard. Some of them children can't get out of the house, you know. I mean, they... Uh, uh, let, me, let me go back to preaching. Uh, <laughs> The thing is, are we old enough and are we strong enough to be on our own? Because in spite of mama and daddy's control, that might be the guardians that might be keeping us a little safer than if we was out on our own. Stows the veil. These are, these are the, the words of the Lord. I want you to have your place. But there is caution. Because sometimes with freedom comes too much freedom. Freedom that makes you regret is not freedom. But I do want you to have your place. And I will say yes with a caution, says the Lord. You must trust me. When I say stay away from certain people, you must do that. You can never save the devil. No matter how much you love him. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? You cannot save the devil no matter how much you love him, you know. If the devil could be saved, don't you think God's love would have saved him a long time ago? All right. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to say even yes to some, some increase so you'll have the freedom to do that. Let the Lord pick out the place and let the Lord pick out your friends. And I will say yes, says the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. What a beautiful, beautiful day today. Rooms for rent. I find something very ironic about that. And if someone, the first person that tells me what's ironic about that, you can, you can have a, a free lunch from the cafe. Tell me what's ironic about that. Uh-huh. All right. You get the free. But, but I think she's going to have to give it away because she's fast. Hey! They have cafe cards. Huh? They have cards. Oh, you got cards? All right. All right. All right. In case you didn't hear that, the scripture says when an evil spirit comes out of a man, it goes through 
arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return uh, to the house I left. And I said, don't let your creature, you know, come back home, you know, like, and it's empty space there, you know. Yeah, what's the prophecies today? A room for her in. (laughs) Don't rent out your room. Keep that for Jesus. Don't be trying to make no money on the side. Keep that room for Jesus. Amen. Not for your husband, not for your wife, not for a new job. Keep the room for Jesus. And let him dwell in you because he just so loves you. She said, thank you, prophet. uh Aha. Amen. And he wants you to have a lovely week this week. If you want to have a lovely week. Don't let me force you. If you would like to have a quarreling week. May the Lord give you your heart's desires. But if you would like to have a loving week this week. I mean with just blessings and, and bouncing into, into people you've worried about for a long time ago. I'm not talking about old boyfriends you need to stay away from. But bouncing into some, some people that you was concerned about. This is going to be a week of bouncing into people that uh, you haven't seen in a long time. This is going to be a, a lovely week. Be blessed.